Hello and welcome to the Nerds at Large spoiler cast for Game of Thrones season eight, episode three. I'm one of your hosts, Arby Hallman. I'm Jeff Mayer. And we are joined by two awesome guests once again. Go ahead and introduce yourself in whatever way you want this time. You know, go for it. Holden, you go first. I go first all the time. Go. Okay. Hi, my name is Holden. I'm a co-host on Respawn Aim Fire, a kick-ass Reverend gaming podcast every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Chad, are you also the same podcast? I am on the same podcast. Hi, my name is Chad Michael Linus, co-host of Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass Reverend gaming podcast uh, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. That's so weird. I've never really thought about saying Tuesday at 9 a.m. before. That's Wait, it is weird. Like we're a television. That show. is a that is a time and a day. Yeah, but we it are is. Tuesday at nine a.m. It's usually well, it's last week, last Eastern week, Standard yeah. Time, yeah. as well. Yes, that's weird. Just like a TV show, you're right? I know, Speaking it of very official TV, yeah. TV <laughs> like what we just watched. Yeah, yeah. In game, we're here to talk about in game, right? <laughs> Woo! What a good movie. <laughs> oh, it's a phenomenal movie. But that is not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Game of Thrones. And they did it. That sure was an 82-ish minute battle, all right. <laughs> it was. It was the longest battle ever put on film. That is true. That was a great, like, quote. Like, New York Times says, that sure was an 82-ish minute battle, wasn't it? <laughs> I wanted to just be like, quote, it was 82 minutes, exclamation point. Like, that's the quote. <laughs> put it on the box. <laughs> I kind of feel it's like all there is to say about the episode, honestly, though, is it was a... Oh, Oh, really no, there were so battle. many really, really great moments. And then there was a lot of filler, and I was like, all right. But then there were some really great moments. There yeah, were some, some good moments. It's kind okay. of funny that, like, yeah, this episode is probably actually going to be, like, the least amount we have to discuss, ironically, even though it's, like, the big episode. But, yeah, yeah. just because a lot of it is like, yep, there was battle and then more battle. There's not much to say about it, even if it's really Hey, cool. look, Mook's getting stabbed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mooks the grunts. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I was about to say, like, is there a character named Mooks that I have? Yeah, I was like, about who's Mooks? Like, how do I not know Mooks? <laughs> it sounds like it could be a Game of Thrones character. Who knows? It, it was the fifth soldier that died at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> really, really sad. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just go. What do you guys? What did you guys think about the episode? Because we have not, we did not talk to you about it any before we started recording, so I honestly don't know. What do you guys think about it? Um, I'll start off. I think that they they haven't posted the title for the episode yet. I think it should be titled "Highly Convenient: The Game of Thrones Episode" because Deosex <laughs> Machina. Yeah, it was Ga- just Game of Thrones. It was so convenient the whole episode to a point where it actually really bothered me. Every time a character is about to die, oh, someone just jumps out of the woodwork to save the day, and then I guess it's a spoiler cast. I have to say spoiler alert. At the end, when Arya jumps out and kills the Night King like that, I just was really. Oh, I thought that was so badass, though. I thought it was so good. But where did she come from? Where did she come from? How did she get past all the undead (laughs) that only Theon was fighting against? A girl has no name. She lives in the shadows. It was just. It it didn't make sense. It was out of nowhere. And I was already annoyed (laughs) with the convenience of everyone being saved. And I'm like, are you shitting me? I was really, really annoyed by that. But it was a cool episode other than that. It was cool. It was just the convenience bothered me a lot. It was exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I would say that. Yeah, it was exhausting. I, it's one of those episodes where I came out at the end saying there was a lot that was really great about that, but also how did all of our favorite characters survive? Exactly. With a few exceptions. Yeah. Like they, they do that last panning shot, and it's literally just like – Jamie Lannister and Brienne and Podrick standing against the wall by themselves. It's like, how did they survive that entire battle? Yeah. 
and, and then that was like the last 30 minutes where it was just pretty much them <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> somehow and, they survived the whole time <laughs> and outside of Jorah Mormon every character death is kind of like oh oh yeah that's right they were they were in the show at one point like it wasn't <laughs> like Jorah anyone... and Theon are the only two yeah yeah Jorah and Theon are the only two major ones and outside of that it was just kind of eh characters like characters like oh yeah they were they were good well there I were guess. only yeah. what like four maybe five characters that died total yeah, out of in the this tens giant of war where Winterfell yeah. got decimated, there were only like four named people. That the, died. I think it might be like five or six counting Melisandre, which we yeah, it's yeah. yeah. As far as the characters we have, we have Lyanna Mormont, Jorah, Theon, uh, Ed, Beric, the Night King, and Melisandre. <laughs> yeah, as far as major characters, which yeah. honestly, like I told Jeff before this, that was about the lowest rung. Of characters aside from Jorah, yeah, and, Theon. and Jorah and Theon, even though like I, I expected Theon to die, yeah, know, like, it was the end of his arc for sure. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. He saved again, very conveniently saved his sister. He redeemed himself. Now he can die. Yep. Yeah, and I guess I'll get into like this is something I think we're going to be discussing this whole episode. Is I do think Game of Thrones has a serious Deus Ex Machina problem, where like, and I'm getting really sick of White's. You know, whenever it's a no-name person, they will just pounce on them and rip them apart. But then when it's someone we know and care about, they'll, like, pin them down and breathe on them and just wait <laughs> to get cut down. Yeah. Or, like, like John will be the only person in this entire field, and then they just, like, one by one slowly walk yeah, up. Yeah, they just start walking. And just let them... It's... And then Daenerys saves the day out of nowhere. Like... And then the bitch fucking just sits there on the ground after he runs away and lets that dragon get swarmed by shit. Yeah. Bitch, fly! You're on a dragon! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, Game of Thrones has been doing this for a while with, you know, crazy, like, people getting saved at the last second. Just the thing about this episode is it was like 80 minutes straight of that. Oh, no, it was exactly <laughs> like The Walking Dead. <laughs> the way a lot of it looked. <laughs> the reason why I don't watch The Walking Dead. Yeah, I fell off that. But I mean, that being ago. said, there were so many cool things in this. I mean, I am conflicted. I mean, it was it was a spectacle to watch. Totally. For sure. Absolutely. Can we talk Absolutely. about the and first it, 10 minutes? Like how like if we're talking about good things that are like this things this did well. That the tension that it builds in the first ten minutes, and you see like everyone is fucking terrified, and we're all waiting, and you even start to think like, are they even there? Is the army even yeah. out there? All you see is this pitch black <laughs> hole, and you see you get that moment of like, oh my god, they might actually have something. When Melisandre makes all the swords light up and fire, yep. and they run out, and then just one by one they just start flickering out until you don't see anything anymore. And you're like, oh yeah, fuck. Oh yeah, oh, devastating right now thinking about it. And, and most of the episode is that devastation like that. You're like, oh, holy shit. Like, there's just no way that they can make it out of this. And that ramped up throughout most of the episode, minus those small moments. Yep. Yeah, and I do Im admire them for a battle that lasted this long for them to... I feel like they changed up the way they were presenting it enough to where it kind of like kept changing like 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 that start where it's like you don't even see the army and you just slowly see the lights go out and mm -hmm. you see the look on everyone's faces and it kind of builds that dread and then it's just all out chaos and then in between the chaos you kind of see smaller moments of people like you know ducking away it straight up becomes the last of us whenever aria was like sneaking yeah. around in the library. <laughs> yes she even like throwing the book to distract them I was like this is straight up a video game right now 
<laughs> but it definitely kind of was like, how many different ways can we show you the same thing to keep you interested? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think it almost worked. I do think <laughs> I told Jeff right when we finished, they um, had said that they added 20 minutes to this episode. And I feel like this episode was about 20 minutes too long. Yeah. It was the 20 minutes they added was all of Arya in the library and like <laughs> sneaking around the, the tunnels. That's the entire 20 minutes that they added. <laughs> we, if so, we did not need that. I mean, I think this episode could have been 20 minutes longer and it probably would have felt a little better. Because I was, as weird as it is to say it, I was getting a little bored watching this just because... At some point, the a- action and the violence stops meaning something when it's yeah. just like relentless. Yeah. For mm-hmm. yeah, there were a few times when I was thinking, I was like, "Hey, remember that tweet I got earlier today? Huh? That's kind of weird." Like, "Oh fuck, sorry, Game of Thrones is on. Shouldn't be thinking about that tweet I got earlier today." And like, well, <laughs> missed more stabbing. <laughs> also, too, so many of the shots, and this is not bad. It was actually kind of cool because the storm made it really hard to tell what was even happening sometimes. Mm-hmm. Which kind of added to that tension, but again, after so much of that in the kind of earlier parts of the episode mm-hmm. of that blizzard coming in, I'm like, okay, all right, it, it's just people smashing swords right now. That is all that is happening. Yeah. And that's why I feel like this one, in some ways, is going to be a little less memorable than like Battle of the Bastards, which happened in like broad daylight and you could just see this carnage. Whereas in this battle, it makes sense for this battle, but in this battle, there's a lot more like, I don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. There's just people like, there's fire and dark. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> yep. I think I can tell who that is. Are they dead? Oh, no, they're not. No. <laughs> Um, another great thing about this episode, sorry, I'm going to be the person that keeps bringing it back to positivity, Uh, (laughs) y'all. You go for it, Chad. Don't let us hold you down. The score of this episode, I think, was a real standout piece of of composition right there. Like, it it was all really great, but especially that last, like, 15-minute song that started with just the piano, solo piano, Mm -hmm. and then just built up slowly through the entire thing up to Arya stabbing the Night King. I, it was so, like, I can't wait to... For that to be on Apple Music, I mean, to just listen to that nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That is one thing that has just gotten better and better as Game of Thrones has gone on. Like, I instantly think of like Cersei blowing up the set. That piano music mm-hmm. plays oh, there, and God, this, yeah, yeah, and this was like this was had so much. Like, it had the epic battle music, and then like, yeah, it would just go completely silent besides just the piano, and like, yeah, it gets you. It's like they really know what they're doing when it comes to the <laughs> scoring Game of Thrones. At this point, for sure. Well, um, do you guys want to kind of like, maybe we can try our best to go through this. I didn't really take <laughs> notes this time because I didn't really see much of a point. It was kind of just battle, battle, battle. But um, maybe we can just kind of do our best to go through it and then just pick out moments that we think need to be, um, you know, said. I, I guess, first off, like, what do you guys think about Melisandre coming in and just... Like, hey, guys, I learned some fire stuff. (laughs) 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 This might be useful. I don't know. (laughs) It was a very cool moment. I was confused. Why didn't she do it to everybody's swords? Why just the Dothraki? Because they were the only ones that didn't have dragonglass. Okay. Okay. That makes Uh, sense. hmm. Everyone else had dragonglass or Valyrian steel. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I do think this was cool. I was a little worried. I was like, are they just going to win this battle because Melisandre comes in at the last second with some fire magic tricks? But <laughs> well, that I was helped. It helped. It definitely helped a lot, yeah. Well, I was thinking like, oh, they're giving us this hope at the very beginning of the episode. That's not good. It's too, not, early. It's, <laughs> too <laughs> early. it's too early. 
So that was kind of a cool moment for that reason of like, oh, actually, this is hopeful, but dreadful. Like, can't be that good. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a subversion. Do we know um, what what was Melisandre doing before this, though? Because she's not been in season eight at all. I was just thinking, Let, about, like, where did that bitch come from? Last yeah. season, she said she was going to Essos, but she didn't say what she was doing. And she said she was going to Essos and that she would return. Oh, but and- she was very, like, cryptic and weird about it. So... We, but Essos is where she's from, and that's where like all the R'hllor fire worshiper people are. Oh, so that's where so she learned I, the fire trick. Yeah, I assume she was just studying up, and it's like, oh, if you say these words, you can turn everyone's sword to fire. That sounds useful. You gotta say it over and over again until something happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I did like. I also like that shot of her when she's saying it like confidently over, and then like the closer they get, the more frantic she's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when she's oh, like in the oh trenches, god, oh god, oh she's god, like, oh god. Oh god. Yeah, that was super cool. Well, what happened next? I said so the the I did love the Dothraki running in there, the light slowly coming. Yeah. I thought I thought where we were heading, I thought the light, lights were going to slowly come out, and then that same horde of Dothraki were going to come straight That's back. That's what I thought was going to happen. That's too. what I thought mm-hmm. was going to happen. But it not exactly. I just like I thought that's why they were hanging on that shot is you were yeah. just gonna go you're gonna hear the ah, yeah, 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 and they're all just gonna be marching <laughs> straight back at him and be like oh god. <laughs> I was also just so relieved to see Mormont come back because I'm like yeah. oh they're all dead like holy when the flames went out I'm like they're all dead there's just that's it oh man yeah. what a, what a like anti like very Game of Thrones anticlimactic way to end a character like oh yeah Sir Jorah Mormont was in that crowd and they're all dead I guess speaking of. But do we we can assume die ghost died there too? Didn't a wolf walk run uh, back? Ghost was I in thought, that, that group. Yeah, he yeah, was. I feel, I feel like they would have showed ghost. Dying, I thought they did show maybe. ghost. Well, I saw a wolf you, run back, didn't he? I don't. I don't. Dude. I don't remember. You probably did because again, if ghost died, I think they, they would have made a that. thing that, of that. Yeah. That would well, they also didn't make a thing of him just suddenly being back at Winterfell. He was just in the background of a shot last episode. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess he's there. So maybe they're not making a big deal of him being dead. Maybe. maybe they I feel like they would have just conveniently <laughs> oh, not included him if they were going to do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they, they, they have an out. It's not like they've like not included Ghost in places that he should have been for like two seasons now. So they could have just not had him in the battle if they were yeah. going to do that. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking just about that. But... the forest. <laughs> he's yeah, going to live as a wolf in the forest now. <laughs> he's like, man, these people are screwed. I'm just going to do it on my own. <laughs> Screw this. Um, I guess it was around this time we did get, I guess, the most unceremonious death, or one of the most unceremonious deaths was Dollarus Ed. He like, picked Sam up, and he's like, Sam, run away, and then like, knife through the face. Yep. That did yeah. get me a jump. I was like, oh, shit. I, mean, I kind of expected him to die, but that still... <laughs> yeah. It was very sudden... <laughs> Yep. Very sudden, but again, one of those characters is like, oh, yeah, that's right. He was in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he had a name? Uh, that's <laughs> right. I forgot. <laughs> and that's the thing. Game of Thrones kind of doesn't do the quick, unceremonious death for a major character anymore. Like, if you, if, yeah. if someone dies that's major, it's going to be slow motion. The music swells, and they fall, gently fall to the ground. Dying in their loved one's arms. Yeah. <laughs> I know Jorah um, Mormont was kind of... I mean, he had some slow motion stuff that was more of like... Is everyone going to make it? It wasn't necessarily focused on just Mormont. And then when he died, it was just like, yeah, he just stopped talking. You know, he didn't even say anything. He just died. Yeah, he's a little. It was a little unceremonious. Um, yeah, but you got he had the dragon cry, queen crying with him in her yeah. arms, and then the dragon came to comfort them. 
I don't know. I'd say that was a little bit of ceremony. <laughs> no, but like it wasn't a slow motion like sequence though. Like he just he didn't say like you know Daenerys, I always loved you or something like that. Like he just no, died. But she knew. Like, he, he just said that died. Enough. Her emotional reaction is different. Him just he just died is the point. He yeah. just died after several stabs in defending her. Okay, fine. I'll take it back. <laughs> I guess I'm just surprised he didn't say anything. Straight in the gut, and then he I'm just stands saying, he didn't back say up, anything, and she just reaches out like. How the fuck are you standing? And then he's like, all right, here we go. And then everyone else dies. And he's like, cool. I can drop dead. All right, fine. I'm just saying. He didn't Boy, say anything. You love me. There's no, like, there's no moment. It was just, he just died. I'm just saying. That's, that was the point. Well, they've, they've but you're right. There was a big at this point. I just expected that he took, like, five sword stabs to the chest and that he was going to get up and be like, oh, that hurt anyway. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to sleep for a few hours and I'll be good. <laughs> Just need to drink some milk. I'll be fine. Uh, but just focusing on the like positive thing, I do think I, I have to imagine this is similar to the Battle of the Bastards that like they pretty much did have an army that big marching. Do they pretty much did for that too? And just the sheer amount of just people, just how far yeah. this went, and just seeing when they do far, start finally attacking, just that mob of whites running at the same time, and I'm sure that was a bitch to film. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I read somewhere it took 59 nights to 55, film this battle. 50, uh, 55 nights. 55 nights, yeah. Ooh, Lord. What a toll that's got to take. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good God. And just the pyrotechnics and everything that went along with that. The giant catapults, just all the, the horses and just everything about it. Like, this is, again, like, I honestly think this is, it's probably, like, controversially, this is going to be one of my... Not least favorite, but this is going to be far from one of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes, but it is by far the most impressive battle, most impressive oh, episode they've ever done. Like also, like Lord of the Rings battles and that kind of stuff bug me because it's most of the movie. Whereas like a big battle like this doesn't really bother me as much because it's one episode of, the, of this giant TV show. So like there's emotional impact when things happen. So like it didn't bother me in terms of being a big battle in that sense. Right, because you still have those moments where, like, when you see Sansa and Tyrion looking at each other before they make the decision to run out, like that means something. Exactly, where, because we had all of that character development beforehand over eight years. Well, for me, yeah. a year, but for other people, eight years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still like seventy hours of content. You know, yeah, like, yeah. plus that. Yeah, you have built built over it. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, I definitely want to talk about, like, towards the end, but I'm trying to think if there's any, like, moments we need to talk about. Cause it's, it's really hard with an episode like this. Uh, I, Lady uh, uh, Mormont and the Giants. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a, that was a fitting way for her to go out. Yeah. yeah. The big guy. <laughs> yeah, the littlest person well, taking I, on the biggest guy out there. She just ran for him, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't 100% sure she was dead until we saw that she yeah. turned. Like, I Same thought here. she was still going to be uh, I was Her whole too, body then... got crushed. <laughs> well, they didn't yeah, show yeah, her dying, say, When they faded out, like, made the camera go back when she was on the ground, you could kind of see it looked like people like, stepping on her uh, a okay. little bit, like on, on her head and stuff. And if she was alive, they probably would started ripping her apart. Yeah, okay, I must have missed that part. I just... I thought it was another one of those where it's like, why is this giant slowly picking her up and slowly moving? <laughs> That's just like everyone moves in slow motion whenever they grab a character that mm-hmm. that has a name. It's like, oh, you're 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 special. <laughs> I'm gonna take extra time killing you. 
but I mean, I do respect them for actually killing her, though, because I didn't think that they did. So that's kind of brutal. But... Yeah, so is the Morbot family, like, done now? Because <laughs> I think they're all dead. Probably. Yeah. Aren't most yeah. families done now? Like, everyone's yeah. dead, but, like, six people. Yeah, I think there might be Mormont men, but, like, yeah, I don't know about the family. I mean, well, there might be it... some... I think People in like season it. in season seven or yeah, I think it was seven where they were asking her like, how many men can you send us? And she's like 16 or something like that. I'm like, that's yeah. it. She's like, yeah, but they fight well. Like those 16 <laughs> men are dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. those are more Martin men, Chad. So yeah, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're just like everyone else. I assume what you said is funny based on your facial expression. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious! It was it was just so so funny. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, okay, well, I guess we can move on to Last of Us time. Oh, oh, oh I don't yeah. know. I'm really. <laughs> I mean, this was weird to me. This kind of felt like a weird. Like, I was also like, how is any place in this castle this quiet? Like with yeah. all the chaos yeah, going the, outside, it's too, like, yeah. how is anywhere this quiet you should be here that you can hear blood drop on the floor yeah right yeah exactly but this felt a little weird to me especially because like i don't know about you guys but i basically had zero fear that Arya was gonna die (laughs) through any of this yeah i wasn't worried about that either i don't know she got her bang on she got that one she got that good good which means she could at the end i thought she could die for two seconds (laughs) (laughs) when when well, the fu- thing with the Night King was she- when he grabbed her. Because oh, I yeah, expect yeah. her to be actually... Killed. I did think, yeah, I did yeah. think she might die there. And that was fine. But, like, it, yeah, during this, like, in the middle of this battle, I did not expect her to die from these random white walks, especially after they, like, prolonged the scene for, like, 10 minutes of her yeah. <laughs> sneaking through the castle. I was like, okay, this is getting a little dull just because, again, they're not going to kill her mm-hmm. like this. And Hound and Beric to the rescue. I don't trust them. And... Yeah, but there are a number of characters that I think is kind of egregious that didn't die, and you guys can let me know if you think the same way. Uh, Brienne and Sam are 100,000% one of those that were just in like nine different times where they should have died. And I think the Hound, I mean, Barrett did die. The Hound is another one that I feel like, I thought he was going to die saving Arya, and I'm like, yes, this this fits. He has to die fighting the mountain, though. This is yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much the moment I it's saw Hila's like, "Oh, we're getting to click the game ball, one hundred percent." Yeah, it's happening now because Cersei's the only threat. Which we we will definitely spend the back half of this episode just talking about the future. But yeah, yeah. A moment before the library incident, that I really just loved is when the zombies start to put out the fire by just dousing themselves and putting it. Oh on, yeah, on, on, oh, that was yeah. a really cool. You're like, oh no, like that was that was a great moment right there. Um. The dragon fights in the sky. Yeah. I, they were cool, but I get kind of felt like fluff. Like, I don't know if we really needed all of that. Yeah, I thought, like, more was going to happen in that. Like, I thought it was going to yeah. be, you know, there's the battle in the ground, the battle in the skies. But I feel like the battle in the sky, they just kind of flew around, bit each other a little bit, and then joined everyone down below. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought, thought we were leading to something a little bit more. And did, It was and- mostly just flying through the snow, not knowing what you're looking at. Yeah. yeah, I like Davos being like a plane director. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> light the trench. Although I did love when the dragon was biting the shit out of the other, like bit off half of the other yeah. dragon's face, and then like mm-hmm. biting its neck. And then later in the episode, when you see that dragon come back and breathe fire, the like the fire's coming out of its neck from all the holes in it. 
Oh, I didn't catch that. That's cool. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. I I mean, I definitely think the dragon fighting, like, it looked way better than the How to Train Your Dragon moment. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. Well, it's because it's partially covered by snow. (laughs) Like, honestly, it probably helps doing all of this choreography and all this CGI when you put it at night and you can barely tell what's going on. That definitely helps hide a lot of things. But I definitely was worried after episode one. I was like, oh, boy, we get to this battle. Is this just going to look rough? But I think it looked cool. Like, I believed that they were actually in there, Yeah. They were actually riding the dragons and fighting. Did Daenerys' dragon survive? Did both dragons make it? We believe so. Yeah. I don't think we really find out what happened to the one that Jon's was. I assume the one that came back for Daenerys later was the one that was flying up in the air with all the shit on him, and then they all just mm-hmm. fell off. Okay. Yeah, which is a little weird that we didn't get any... Like, we just saw him, like, wrapped up in whites, and then I feel like we just didn't get the res- resolution of that. He just kind of showed up at the end. Yeah, I assume that she stabbed the Night King and then they all just fell off of him. I think that was the same dragon because he came back and you could hear him kind of wheezing a bit as if he had been stabbed a shit ton. Yeah. And then John's, I don't exactly remember. I mean, there was so much going on, but I just remembered like John fell off of him and then I don't remember. Yeah, I think the dragon had like sliding and then we, I don't think we ever saw it again. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess we don't completely, but I have a feeling if that dragon died, we would have saw it happen. How long do you think this whole battle actually was? Because that whole last like 20 minutes was actually like 30 seconds worth of stuff happening from 50 different angles. I think the whole battle yeah. was the whole night. It was... Because at the end, the oh, sun comes up. You're right, because Melisandre. Yeah. Also, the episode uh, title's up now. It's, it's called The Long Night. So. Mm, it's not just episode 70? It's not just episode 70 anymore, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. Okay. Well, like we're gonna slowly build up to Arya, and then just talk about the future. Cause I think those are the two biggest things. Beric dies again. I was worried that he wasn't gonna die when he like crawled into the room with them. Yeah. Like, how did he get back in guys? that room without yep. any of the whites coming in? Mm-hmm. Plot. <laughs> Plot. <laughs> because Arya and Melisandre are in there. Melisandre has to have her like cool death, and Arya has to kill the Night King. Duh, Chad. <laughs> right. I was going to be like, he served his purpose. That's why the Lord kept on bringing him back. But I mean, so like, that she you could jump out of a tree was... and stab the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> she could have said that while he was dead in the hallway. He didn't have to be dead in the room. Yeah, I yeah. agree. They, they could have just been mourning Beric in this room. Like, oh, God, he's dead. And Melisandre's like, ah, he's fine. Whatever. He did He did his purpose. <laughs> he's died like a dozen times. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is all. This is nothing new to him. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. Uh, I like Beric a lot in the books. In the shows, he's not. I don't know. He's you know. There's there's not. He's just kind of weird flaming sword guy who drinks with the hound and nothing too much more than that. So don't feel too much for him. Um, I think we can move on to the final thing with Theon and everyone else. Unless there's something you guys, uh, if there's anything choreography wise, which is most everything, is there anything you guys want to touch? I just wanted to call yeah. out how uh, how insignificant. Arya's stick was uh, like they I mean, had, she did some badass stuff with it, but then she she kind of lost. But it's like it, it, it was just another stick, though, and there was yeah. no like trick where oh my god, it comes apart in two pieces, and then there's a fucking magic wand in the middle of it, and everything lights on fire. It was like, <laughs> no, it's just literally a stick made of dragon glass. Why did they make such a big deal out of that? Because no, she could take they, it apart. The big deal that scene was she's talking to Gendry. 
That was the big deal. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Make this for me. And it's literally just him naked on the page. <laughs> <laughs> there was a more important stick in that scene. <laughs> so are we talking about like, the whole Night King scene now? Is that what we're talking about now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm kind of surprised by how little there is to talk about. But it's just like it, when it's a whole battle, that's kind of the way yeah. it is. But yeah, yeah. Let, let's go into it. Let's go into it. If we can circle back if we remember anything. I'm just surprised that Bran didn't look at the Night King and say, I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. It just also tell the Night King that because he tells every <laughs> single person that. You looked beautiful on your wedding night. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what and was the Bran doing? Like, I feel like the entire episode, he's just like... I'm gonna be a flock of seagulls right now, y'all, for the yeah. whole episode. And like, yeah, like, you yeah, could have done was something. The, purpose of that? I mean, the beginning it was to see where the Night King was, I think. But then after a little while, it, yeah, I, I agree. It's like, so was he doing exactly? Yeah, he didn't do anything with that information. It's just the Night yeah. King still came. Just He's like, like <laughs> I want to watch and eat some popcorn, y'all, while y'all fight around me. <laughs> this gives me an excuse not to talk to you, Theon. Yeah. It almost seemed like brand new something <laughs> we did. Like, we're on the elevator together, and it's, we know it's going to be a while. It's like, oh, sorry. I'm just going to roll my eyes up and go away. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a raven. It was just a little confusing. Did Bran think he was about to die? I mean, like, he said, you're a good man, Theon. Like, I think he knew Theon was going to die. But, like, I, you know, like, I, I don't know. That was... Yeah. Also, is Theon a good man? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> everyone... Is That's anyone pretty on Game of thing. Thrones truly a good person? Is anyone truly a good person? Ned Stark. <laughs> Podrick. Podrick's a good, Podrick. good man. Brienne. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are some good ones. Boom! I mean, I, I, in your face. <laughs> I think I think Theon is like just as much a good man as like Jamie is. Oh, Jamie's in, a the, good in man. the same way that Jamie's done terrible, terrible things and Theon's done terrible things, and I think they've redeemed themselves. So the Theon death is the only one that really got me, I'll be honest. Yeah. Jorah, I'm like I like Jorah, but it didn't get me that. I much. didn't feel anything for any of the deaths, which is weird. I, I didn't feel much for any of them, and I expected Theon to come. So, like Theon, I wasn't like, "Oh God, Theon!" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, Theon's gonna die." But it was still just like I, I was just happy to kind of see Theon's arc come to a close, and at least he died trying to protect Bran, which is mm-hmm. yeah, cool. But I know, then, can you say try? Because a try implies there's a chance. he put he gave his best shot (laughs) don't think there has to be a chance he just he did his best oddly enough his best shot is being weak as fuck and not the most skilled fighter but somehow still the last one standing at the end of that battle yeah plot again because plot 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 But then we have, like, we already talked about it a little bit, but let's just go into it more. This Night King scene, it drives me crazy for so many different uh, reasons. Number one, if the Night King had just walked over the brand at a brisk pace and just stabbed him, like, if he had not been, like, taking his time and let me do it, like, let me just, like, stare at you for a little bit and then slowly pull out my sword and do this, he could have killed him, like, 30 seconds before Arya was even there. Also, like you said, Arya is able to sprint past this swarm of whites that are just watching her walk by. She was wearing one of the whites' faces. They're <laughs> surrounded. And this is my problem with the show in recent times. It's like, I'm not someone, like, I don't need, like, a death quota. I'm not like, oh, you have to kill these uh, this amount of people or it's not good. But you, I, you also, you can't put people in situations where they've lost 
they did the thing wrong and they're surrounded and they're pinned down or they're whatever and then just constantly have no repercussions for it. Like they want the shock of having like, oh, your hero's lost. Oh, no, they didn't. You know, just over and over again. It just gets relentless after a while. Yeah. That same <laughs> moment me. earlier, like, first of all, why did Jon Snow even stop running? If he just didn't stop running, he could have slashed him before he got all the zombies up. But he decided to stop 10 feet away and then let everyone else rise up. I was like, stupid, stupid, stupid. But the it, the Night King, he's never moved quickly. Do you think he like has arthritis or something like that? Or <laughs> Maybe that's what's keeping him from, because he's never done anything quickly. Maybe he just can't. I mean, I just feel like he's very methodical. He doesn't have to move quickly because he just makes all the right moves, except for letting Arya kill him. Which I feel like... He made that move on purpose, when he, but it was the wrong move. When she dropped the knife, I feel like he just should have grabbed it. I just feel like that's not out of the realm of possibilities. He was able to know that Jon Snow was 100 yards behind him, but had no idea that that knife was being dropped. No clue. <sighs> he yeah. was distracted because everything he wanted was right in front of him. He was going to go kill the three-eyed raven. That's a great point. And one thing we know with the uh, Night King is he is, succumbs to his emotions a lot. Yeah, he definitely, definitely. Yep. Is, has a weak will. <laughs> if you could hear his what? inner monologue. Whew. It was a little weird to me. It did almost feel a little out of character to me when Daenerys tried to burn him and it didn't work. And then he just like had this like evil anime smile at yeah. her. And I'm like, is he supposed to be like feeling emotions like that? It's almost like he was like, yeah, screw you. Yeah. All according to Kikaku. I mean, that was straight up like out of the anime. Like, <laughs> shoots I mean, the fire on him and he just walks out like, ha ha ha. Yeah, it would be really because the, the fire makes sense. He's established that he can just like walk through fire. But it would be great if he just was just. As the dragon is just raining down onto him, he literally just walks and just keeps walking. It doesn't or, even like consider while the fire it's at all. shooting the fire, pick up the spear and throw it. Yeah, not wait till it's done and then slowly telegraph your movement so they have time to fly away. That's a good, all right. Well, it's gonna go right back to that. He he couldn't have grabbed the knife. Arthritis. <laughs> if if that's if that's the response to the dragon, I think he made a strong point there. That he also couldn't have grabbed the knife. It's a connection. <laughs> that, that, that's the great thing that saved Game of Thrones was arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> saved Westeros. Could be on a plaque one day. That's going to be global warming's downfall too. Yep. Arthritis. So strong that it has arthritis. <laughs> um, I mean, Jeff, do you feel about the same way with just the yeah. Night King and Deus Ex Machina and just everything about Game of Thrones right now? Yeah, it was all too convenient. I mean, again, going back to how everyone known, every known character survived for the most part, or the major ones. The fact that they got sworn multiple times. Yeah, we talked about them being saved by some reason, but there at the end there, we saw them getting swarmed, and then, then then they just weren't later. Yeah, they just survived because. Yeah, I mean, this is yet again. John was in the empty field with no allies, swarmed by White Walkers, and they just kind of don't. <laughs> He also kept on running towards a dragon for some reason. Like, John is a fucking idiot. But he just gets away with it more than any other character in the show. I mean, so he's annoying. literally died and then came back again. I know. They can't do it. They just can't get rid of him. The plot armor is too damn strong. And it just bugs me because I don't feel like this is what Game of Thrones always was. And I, I don't want to sound too negative. It's still a lot of fun to watch. But at the same time, I'm someone who doesn't watch like much TV at all. 
and I started watching Game of Thrones because it felt like they were subverting all these things that I normally see in a bunch of action movies and stuff like this. And honestly, we're last season and then this episode definitely shows that like if this was a TV show that was just like started now and it was like this, I would not really be interested in watching it to be honest. Just me personally. Yeah. I just feel like it I don't know. It's it's kind of like leaning into the kind of like cliche trope tropey stuff that it is kind of George R. R. Martin built it to subvert. Well yeah. And it's it's just a bummer. He literally said one of the big reasons he wrote this series was he wanted there to be battle sequences where you actually wondered if the hero was going to make it or not because they could easily just die. And and just the most egregious example is the Night King dying. I mean, he's a threat that's been coming up for years in the show. And he was taken out as if he was nothing. And it was just, I don't know. Like, I, that I keep going back to that, and I'm really bummed that's how he died. It was just super. Like, I expect that out of the end of a Marvel movie. I don't expect that in Game of Thrones. Well, and honestly, it fits more in a Marvel movie because that's the tone they've established. Mm-hmm. And like you know, like I, I'm not going to be as critical of that. Not because I'm like giving it a pass. It's just that's not what it like. I I judge things by how well they do what they're setting out to do, and yep. just back in like season one of game of thrones this would not be what they're setting out to do they've established that like yeah anyone could die at any moment no one's safe and that's just not the case anymore well, i like, went into this pretty much knowing john and daenerys are safe and as soon as john's surrounded with all these white walkers i was like mm, here comes the dragon fire you know to that point like what if in season one when ned starts about to get his head cut off Arya takes needle and throws it and like kills the executioner ned runs away and like it's this big scene where they're escaping king's landing and they make it out it'd be like yeah that would have been a cool scene in any other tv show not game of thrones and I, that's kind of what this was yeah it's just at the point where like I think I'm watching this show for a different reason than other people were. Cause I'm sure this episode is going to get praised completely. And like, and I like, I don't want to bring anyone else down. It's just, this has been a bummer for me the last few seasons of game of Thrones, just cause I feel like it's kind of swayed. You know, how do you think this makes you guys look at the, the past two episodes? Cause the last two episodes were just reminiscing and kind of closing things up. Do you think this changes how you look at the past, those past two episodes at all? Um, well, one thing to think about, a lot of those reminiscing and all that in character moments, a lot of those characters weren't the ones that died. I know, I mean, right? None of them. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. I mean, yeah, we, we got a Theon moment last episode, a little one, and that's about it as far as the characters. A, died. Little, a little Jorah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, like you would, the way they set up, you think, okay, maybe Brienne or Jamie are going to die. But no. <laughs> yeah, I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it does weaken. Like last week. I actually rewatched. I've rewatched some of last week, and the more I think about last week's episode, the more I love it. But I do think this kind of cheapens it a little bit because, like, yeah, if we had had that awesome, like, these awesome character moments, and it's like, oh god, we're all gonna die, and then it came into here, and you saw these people like giving their life for this fight, that would have felt, you know, you, you would have felt a lot more mm-hmm. for it. I feel like, you know, yeah, yeah. Looking back on it, I feel like it's less earned now, like. It's weird that like you they had this episode, but they were going to earn it with later episodes that came afterwards. But now it's like, oh, feels kind of cheap now. Yeah. Although we still have three episodes to go, so anything yeah, could we, happen. We are definitely getting to the point in this show though now that if people die, like it's too late in the it's it's too late in all of this, and you've done too many like 
oh, they're going to die. No, they're not. Oh, they're going to die. No, they're not. Like, now if they die now, it's like, okay. I mean, it's the end of the show. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's no longer, it's at least not going to, like, almost new death is going to surprise me probably anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll regret saying that. There'll be a and few, but. To be frank, also, I'm kind of honestly not really looking forward to the next three episodes. They just seem like they're going to kind of be anticlimactic. Like, this was the big battle of the season. Who's yeah, Cersei's like- army going to fight against? Ten people at Winter's at Winterfell, like <laughs> what's getting... ten people with names? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, they have plot armor. Oh, the only only people Cersei has is well, Cersei and the Mountain, I guess. And the whole new plot yeah. army is going to come out and help them fight against Cersei. Just a plot army out of nowhere. It's going to well, be great. The Mountain has um, plot armor until the Hound jumps um, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. room. Yeah, but. All right, has slightly let, stronger let's talk on. about this because like last week, I'm pretty sure we were all pretty much on the same page that we thought there's no way they beat the Night King this episode. Like there's no way they yeah. win this battle. The White Walkers are going to end up going south. I think we I think we were all four pretty much on the same yeah. page there. Yeah. yeah. And that did not happen. They they win here, so all the White Walkers are gone. Three episodes left of Game of Thrones. It is interesting. Like, what? Talk about subverting you, expectations, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I'll, I'll give them, like, if there was only, like, one or two episodes left, it would be like, okay, we're just going to wrap this up. But with three, it's like, okay, we're going somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and the political, like, scheming war, like, that kind of war of Game of Thrones is what interests me the most. So I am definitely interested where we're going. I mean, do you guys have any thoughts on them? Almost like, you know, like ripping out the main antagonist in the second act almost here. Like, what do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think after seeing this episode, uh, I'm more and more convinced that we're going to get a happy Disney ending with Daenerys on the throne and everyone clapping. And it's going to be, that's how the season's going to end. And John will probably be alive or there'll be a slow motion death scene with him and her and crying in arms and all that kind of stuff. But. It's a fucking terrible ending. I really hope that doesn't happen. But I, I think you're right. I, I'm really there's gonna be a Disney ending, and it's just so not Game of Thrones. It's a massive letdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that is what happens, I'd be very upset. Um, I guess as the Night King's done now, we can get to the whole John being a Targaryen thing and that coming back yeah. up and yeah. being an issue. Yeah, I guess Game of Thrones could still. I mean, I. It has uh, Game of Thrones has to have a bittersweet ending, or it's not Game of Thrones. It's not even remotely the show that it ever <laughs> once was. Which I do think we're gearing up towards something with that. Like, I there has to be more conflict between John and Daenerys, or I'll scream. I'll scream <laughs> if they just work everything out. And it's great. I'm gonna be pretty pissed. <laughs> I just want, I had this thought of the scene, everyone, he stabs the Night King, everything dies, and then he's alone in the courtyard, and he just looks around and goes, I'm the true king! (laughs) (laughs) He can finally just shout it because no one's around. And then he just never mentions it again. In all seriousness, though, Daenerys is, there's going to be no conflict there with Daenerys and Jon, because everyone who cared about John being the king of the north and not Daenerys, most of those people are dead in the battle. Yeah. Who's I really going to contend? John's not going to, so it's probably going to be, it's just going to work out Daenerys' favor. I mean, I imagine, I mean, both, I mean, Daenerys also, it looks like Daenerys lost, like, almost all of her Dothraki. I think they both have, and, like, oh, yeah. and Unsullied, mostly yeah. gone. I mean, I, so I think both of them are almost on an even playing field as far as just, like, 
their armies being decimated. And it's just she like still the got North- the dragons though. They yeah. But I mean, if there ends up being some sort of like civil war almost for lack of a better word between John's people and Daenerys's people, like, you know, I don't think I I wouldn't expect either one of them to be like any better off than the other as far as like numbers. But that could be the bittersweet ending of Game of Thrones or that could be just the complete horrible ending of Game of Thrones is they beat the White Walker threat and then tear themselves apart and Cersei wins. <laughs> like, I guess that's possible. I think there's like a 2% chance of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, I have no, no idea what to there's expect. There's no third option that we don't see coming that would usually be the Game of Thrones ending. Yeah. You I guess we'll find out in three Jeff. weeks. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, like, how do you think this is going to go? Like, there's three battles. Do you think there's going to be some big battle with Cersei, or do you think it's going to end in some other way? Like, I imagine it's going to be a battle with Cersei. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to generally go the way we've been talking. Night, Night King, and then probably some battle with Cersei and Lannisters, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I guess it's now accelerating because the Night King was defeated. But it's going to feel so weird because like like Holden said, I, I feel like there is going to be another battle, but it's not going to be anywhere near as like much as this battle, it feels like. It so could possibly gonna be, a, be. It's almost yeah. going to be a, a little bit of a weird way to end this. You know? I, I think it be more of a battle of wits. I don't think there's going to be. I think it's going to be a battle of wits. I don't think there's going to be any major battle at this point because just what army? If there's any battle of, of might, Cersei wins because she at least has an army. I want there okay, to be so- an Ocean's Eleven style planning meeting. And we hear, <laughs> all right, here's our plan. And then we see them acting out the plan. And they're like high style sneaking into King's Landing. And the, that's what I want. Brand's like the hacker person who like knows what's going on and sits in the back. <laughs> He's the guy in the chair. <laughs> literally I'll tap into some birds. Seriously's walking down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear the music. I mean, he could be in a raven. He could be in a raven, like spying out, <laughs> scoping out the place. And you just exactly. see Arya doing cartwheels and backflips through the hallways. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't have to. She could just wear someone's face and then just go. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do feel. I Jamie do feel Lannister, like with use Jamie Lannister's face, and then goes into King's Lance. Jamie Lannister's face. That'd be, she oh, have to kill Jamie. That'd be messed up. If Jamie died in this battle, that would be easier. She'd be like, yeah, he's not. not he's not using it anymore, but he is still using his face. That's fair. They do have to kill Jamie Lannister to do that. Jamie's probably not up for that. Well, I do feel like Art. They have to do Arya being able to wear people's faces again at some point. Like, I feel like yeah. Walder Frey was like the last time that was used yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> which was a while ago that was the beginning of season seven or the theory so that she used a white walker were... face to get close to the night king there's also that, that white walker face turned to ice cubes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could absolutely see her using someone's face to get to cersei especially with now that we have three episodes to go towards like the political side of this and like now trying to get cersei down i feel like that's gonna be one of the ends mm-hmm Maybe it'll be Euron. It'll be like really weird. But Euron, you're being like way too nice. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> also, you what know? is Yara doing way up there in the Iron Islands? Chilling on a beach. You think she's going to let everyone else just fight it out until they all kill themselves <laughs> and then she's going to be queen of the world? No, maybe she'll, maybe she'll bring a fleet of ships or something. I don't know, Clue. 
She's going to show up to Winterfell. Like, I decided to help out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, about Theon. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I hope more than anything, though, is as messed up as the way that Cersei was killing them was, I really hope the two Sand Snake people are actually dead because I really just don't want to see them back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> God, they're so terrible. <laughs> well, all right. Well, do you guys have any more lasting thoughts or just thoughts for the coming three episodes, which is just kind of... In a we- in a way, feels that feels like a lot after this battle, but yeah, mm. four hours worth of Game of Thrones left. Yeah, all of these are like eighty minutes long, right? All yeah. the rest yep. of them, yeah, yeah. Put that on mm. the box. <laughs> all the rest are eighty <laughs> minutes long! Exclamation point! <laughs> <laughs> no, I think all that's right. all the thoughts I got. All right, yeah, I kind of actually after after watching that, I expected this to be a shorter one, but um. Overall, you know, I don't know. Overall, I did not like the episode all that much, but I think there was a lot of fun <laughs> things about it. There was a lot of fun things about it. Yeah. You're just comparing it to Endgame, Darby. That's the I problem mean, it, is we also Endgame this weekend, and that was perfect. Yes. <laughs> oh, Endgame is um about like 20 times better. than. Yeah, talk about <laughs> subverting expectations. Game, <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely anyone listening to this in the same podcast feed, we will do a in-game spoiler cast at some point. Whenever we can get Will on here, we will mm-hmm. we will be doing that. Hopefully this week. Who's a friend with Will? I am. Yeah, Will. Yes. I am is going to join our podcast. That's crazy! I'm really excited about it. All right. Well, thank you guys, everyone, uh, watching this. Tune in next week and the two weeks after that <laughs> for the wrap up of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let's do it. Hopefully, hopefully, I feel a little bit better in the coming weeks. Uh, all right um you guys want to let everyone know where they can find you respawn aim fire on twitter and everything else uh same that's the one respawn aim fire whoa same for both of them wow that's crazy we we invited them independently and they just happened to be (laughs) crazy how that works (laughs) weird all right bye 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 bye